All right, Mena fans, welcome back to Mena Fandom. I'm, of course, your host, Menas. I'm joined by a former Hall of Fam, Hall of Fame Mena fan, Tim and Canton. Tim, how are you? Hey, buddy. Uh, listen, I got to get going. I'm out. What? <laughs> you got another uh, mysterious leg cramp that's coming? It wasn't mysterious. Number one, it was a spasm. And number two, I'm not a Hall of Famer. I was a potential Hall of Famer who's been uh, – Was I have a two-year uh, – hiatus now before i can even be considered mm. yeah yeah how you doing buddy i'm doing well so for those listening on the podcast we're actually um doing this radio style so i'm actually streaming it live on twitter and youtube um it was still obviously releasing it on the podcast feed for those listening live but i know tim's such a fan of live radio i thought we could love it and also, I, I enjoy some sort of sick pleasure in the fact that I know Mutt, Mutt at Night usually gets two <laughs> listeners and you're one oh, of them. Come so, on, lay so off of the Mutt man. Come so, on. So we're effectively, <laughs> sure. we're, not only are we going against him, but we're effectively halving his audience <laughs> just by doing this now. <laughs> well, you just promoted him, so... Uh... He's got his he's got his regulars. You know, Bud in, Bud in Connecticut will be listening to him tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big mutt. I'm a big mutt guy. Um, let me just retweet this. Uh, we're live on Twitter and on YouTube. Uh, so this episode of Minna Fandom is dedicated to Lauren Lynn. Who oh, is celebra- dedications. She's, she's celebrating her birthday today. And oh. I just want to send birthday wishes from myself, the whole Minna Fandom production crew, uh, and yeah, just send her all, all lots of love. Hope she has a beautiful birthday. She's a, a wonderful woman. I I reminisced fondly about the time we spent together when I was there for the Wilbur show. So I, I hope she has a great day and um, she gets spoiled. I too hope she has a wonderful day. Although it's wrapping up for us here, I hope it was a great day for her. Yeah. And um, I'm just so glad that you were able to share those thoughts and memories with her because I know mm. that uh, she holds a special place in your heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed I'm not closer to Jane, yeah. so I couldn't, you know, celebrate with her and maybe – anyway, whatever. You know, I, I got to say, for someone who came to the States for three weeks from how many miles? 10,000 miles away? Yeah. You did a fair bit of stalking, so, you know, you can take that. You can take pride in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wasn't uncomfortable at all. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, just ready to stab you with a, a heel, right? Yeah. Oh, dear. I, yeah. Anyway. I did, couldn't quite slip the, you know, the date rape drugs into a drink at any time. I tried, but you never know. Um, so um, for those listening, it's a usual minute fandom. Well, are you sure about that? Because Red's not here. So how is that usual? Because yeah, he quit the show. Um, so we've what? got taking care of business. Is this and, news? Well, have you been listening to minute fandom at all? Yes. Uh, wait, you did what? Three wrap-up posts? Wilbur four, shows? Four wrap-up shows. I did one with Jamie. I did one with um, McFoster and Tim. And, I, and I, uh, sorry, I, I did the four wrap-up shows. Then I did three since I got back. So Oh, yeah, I, that must be the one I missed. Sorry. I do listen to Minifandom all so the time. you missed the three. I, I, you, <laughs> that you, you announced it? Three. You missed the three shows I did since I got back. I might have been turtled at that point. So I may have been 
distancing myself. Mm, fair enough. A little bit. Uh, Plus, I, the, the the light should shine brighter on the winners, not on the loser. Okay. So just, yeah. So since I got back, I've done one with Jamie. I've done one with McFuss, Daddy, and Tim. And I did – that's true. And I did one with uh, Mike Cologne last week. Oh, that's right. Did, uh, that's right. Did you listen to that one? Not yet. Nope. Mm, okay. Well, that's just um, killed the first segment. Um, <laughs> and also for those listening, um, I'm going to play Tim's um, famous Howard Stern call later in the show. So that's a pro uh, tease right there. Let's get into taking care of business. You should have sound effects, don't you think? Like, you know, TCB is kind of your your segment that you're you're known for. You should have some sort of sound effect. Well, it's not my segment. It's a tribute to the New Hampshire cast. It's stolen from Ethan and Chris's uh, oh, show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, never, would never want to listen to that. Can't say. Yes, I, it's I a fantastic show, about. and I would not Oh, my to. God. Who do you love more, Ethan or Lauren Lynn? Oh, Lauren, by a long way. but By a long way or close? Yeah, absolutely. To I mean, <laughs> have you seen a figure? I mean. Yeah, Lauren Lynn's a gorgeous woman, and she's a she's a great person too. She's a ten out of ten, yeah, in every way. Um, now, where's Ethan? Eight out of ten. Well, in terms of like regrets from the 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 Europe the American adventure adventure, um, me, not meeting Ethan was a big one. I got to say, not meeting Ethan was very annoying. Um, what's his name? Um, Chris um, Clemmer promised that promised that I would meet Ethan and it never Oh happened. he did. Oh yep. okay. Well probably right, not so, good timing. Yeah. All right, so let's get into taking care of business. So <laughs> since the last minute fandom, I was on Meeting of the Minds. And and as I've said many times, if I'm on Meeting of the Minds, you know I'm at rock bottom. So that's now, just meeting can we just clarify Meeting of Minds is John from Scranton in crew? Yeah, it's not a okay. show. It's just to catch up. They're all, you know, lonely guys. They've got nothing to do every night till they go live <laughs> and no one watches. But if I'm if I'm at my lowest ebb and last week it was my cat dying, so I jumped on uh, and Tim Ridgels was there. R.I.P. Charlie. That's right, R.I.P. Charlie, beautiful cat. Lived to 20, almost 20. So great innings, um, went peacefully. That cat. Was as old as my minivan that I just got rid of. So I feel your pain. I literally just got rid of my well, nineteen year old two thousand and three Toyota Santa. Well, so can we just damaged. have a moment of silence? You fucking brain damaged. I lost my cat, and you're comparing it to a minivan. Well, we both <laughs> suffered losses. Oh shit! Mine's a living, breathing animal. Yours is an inanimate object. I mean, this was my girl. She have, got us to Florida a few a, times. Myrtle Beach. A, Fucking heart, you prick. <laughs> well, you've learned I am heartless. I'm not, I'm not Justin. Don't be such a prick to me. <laughs> um, so, look, uh, I was on Media of the Minds, and Tim Ridgeld, out of nowhere, said that he felt targeted by me when he came on Minifandom after the, the car sleepover. And he brought up a couple of examples that I – I brought up a few times that I'd got a message from Tim Ridgels when he was in the car and I wasn't sure if that was within the rules. So I felt I targeted him there. And then he felt I targeted him by asking him about Montante, Montante's um, pseudo-racist comments. And it was just it was just very weird from Tim to feel targeted when those that listened to the episode, and Tim hasn't, I should have told the dickhead to listen. I mean, where, where are you? <laughs> where am I right now? Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I'm can you drive somewhere? Yeah, only about 40 miles, but I'm down in lovely Plymouth, Massachusetts for vacation. Just started what are you today. Doing? Talking, talking to Blind Mike's daddy in the car the whole way there. So <laughs> I actually did call him. In a fandom. <laughs> I called him. Uh, I talked to Steve from Providence uh, yeah, and well, then some of my other friends. So I just started vacation. I'm in, uh, you know what, what Plymouth is all about, right? Yeah, it's Plymouth, isn't it where the first settlers landed. Right, right. Where we kicked ship. Kick the Indians' asses. So I'm going to do a little bit of that this week while I'm here. Okay. If you want to talk about kicking my Indians' own, asses, my own Plymouth you're Rock, you to go on Montante's world for that. Stuff. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, so yeah, yes. For, for, I, I, for those listening who've actually listened to me in a fandom, unlike my stupid co-host, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm way behind. In lots of ways. Look, did mm-hmm. Tim just let me know if you think I victimized Tim Ridgels in that episode? You did. I thought I whatever. I um, didn't hear it. Next, yeah, I didn't hear it yet. I didn't hear it. Yet. The next one, um, I was gonna ask Tim if he thought Mike Cologne was a legit Minna fan after after listening to my uh episode with him. But so I'll ask the audience that. Wait, you, can, did that, can I just ask you a question? If I may, yes. we've gotten yep. to know each other a little bit. You know, we we spent some quality time together. I yep, feel absolutely. Is this the Minna Fandom show about the about KMS, or is it about the Minna Fandom show about Minna Fandom show? Which yes. is going to blow my mind if that's what it is. Because you haven't listened to Minna Fandom in so long, you've forgotten the way the show works. TCB, <laughs> it's all inside show stuff, and this is the segment. Kirk Minahan just goes plus thirty, plus thirty, plus thirty, plus thirty till we get to talking about him, but. As I've said many, many times, Minna Fandom is not a reaction show. It's an extension of KMS. Some would say it's an extra episode every week. Some. Oh, some. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. And I think I bring it up, Menas, because I think some of your newer fans may not know what that is, not us older fans who have been listening from day one, who, by the way, was one of your biggest supporters when you wanted to bail, and and I said, "Don't you got to keep it going? You got to." And you came right back and said, "I'm not bailing." Yep, yep. Yeah, and Tim, you've you you've been a great supporter. You were a great host when I was in um, the Northeast, taking me around. We had a great day at Sullivan's, um, eating lobster by the water there. Unfortunately, nice Andrew Augustus. Yeah. <laughs> well, here I've got a big surprise for you, Andrew Augustus. Jesus. Uh, surprises in the eye of the beholder but uh i apologize i'm not caught up yet i'm way 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 behind i'm at i have a new job so i'm way behind on my podcast and my prank calls yes sure you do you just upset after what happened in the car and and just on (laughs) my on mike cologne yes he's a radio guy so i really think you're gonna like him so you have to listen to kirk's interview with him then you have to listen to the episode he did on minna fandom i'm not sure he's like a legit minna fan like i think he's kind of one of those people that's well, I, actually, I don't know. I, I it just like maybe seeing the light a little bit, like jump, seeing if he can jump some yeah, of but, that but light. Then, but spotlight. I did think that, but then actually, they asked him to go into studio and he couldn't because it was too far from his home. So I'm thinking, if you wanted the spotlight, you'd go into studio no matter how far. So it just yeah. maybe it's just the fact that he's not your regular Minna fan. He's you know a 22 year old young guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Just not you. Does he have a big cock? I don't, well, I'm not going into stereotypes, but he's just not. Whoa, you know, whoa, not whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? Well, he's African-American. He's African-American. Oh, so? What does that mean? 
Well, you said it has nothing to do cock. with it. Just curious if you asked. You said, if you did he have a big cock? cock? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I remember those questions being bandied about when you were here. But anyway. Yes. Anyway, I'm not going into stereotypes, uh, Tim. Uh, but um, all right. So before we get into stuff, I just want to maybe just, you know, back over um, what happened in the car, Tim. So. I don't think you had a leg cramp. I just think I didn't. It was just, a, it was just a bit of a panic. You were just like a bit of claustrophobia, a bit of a moment of clarity when you thought, "What the fuck am I doing with my life with these losers?" And you just <laughs> bailed. And you just like just you just snapped for a second. I didn't. I never said I had a cramp. I had a. Uh, it was a very small spasm. A very and, small spasm. Spasm. Yeah, sounds very mental to me. Uh, no, it definitely, I it legit had a small, it was tiny. It was like pins and needles. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like my leg was shaking or anything. So let me just clarify, because I like to, uh, accuracy. So I never said it was a cramp. It was a spasm. Uh, y- you are definitely right in a few respects. Uh, my brain was so cooked. I, all I could start thinking when I got that little spasm, we had just done, I think it was 20, 25 minutes with the windows closed and the heat on high, sweating our bags off. Um, And prior to that, Justin was stabbing us with a mini lightsaber. Uh, I had to keep protecting my nuts to keep it from getting, you know, so I couldn't have it. Well, I can't have any more kids, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, So there there was definitely, absolutely, I've said it before, 100% self-reflection. I can't make this. So do I bail now or do we see how far I can go? That's it. And do you regret talking up such a good game in no. the lead up? Absolutely nope. not. Nope. Okay. Nope. And, and what I'll about do it afterwards? Again. What about afterwards where oh, oh, I, I had the I coldest got... beer of my life. It was delicious. It was so uh, good. When you got home. Yeah. When you got home. No, I went back to shoppers to get my car, which was right yep. out front. Those guys are so great. I had spot A number two right out front, smack dab, put my bag away after the uh, Uber driver dropped me off, put my bag in the car, went inside, and Joey was still there. And uh, he's one of the owners, big minute fan. And I, I was just having a bear, and then he came out and spotted me. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? And had oh, had a nice ice cold bear, which I paid for. By the way, I did not Good. ask, and nor did I receive, even though it was offered, um, and it was just delicious. And so I think I had two beers, and then the wife was calling me, uh, and I told her I was already out and would be on my way home. And do you regret the way you spoke to Justin in the wake of that? I mean, you did, you know, force him out of the show, basically. <laughs> if if it forced him out of the show, yes, then then I regret it. Uh, like I said, when uh, when they called me, um, I was trying to be funny, and then I definitely got mad. Fully admit that I was pissed. Like, how the fuck am I going to walk? I think it was three point nine miles through. I mean, Watertown and Waltham, they're not. They're not horrible, but it was a four-mile walk. I don't want to be doing it, carrying my bag. I just wanted to get home, and I was a cranky little baby, absolutely. So it went from trying to be funny to being genuinely pissed to realizing I could really get screwed over right now. Justin could say, yeah, I'll drive you, and then not drop me off or drive me further away. And so what are the, what are, what are the stages of uh, when, you, like, when you're facing death like Charlie did? 
what is it? Agreed, denial. Yeah. Denial, anger, all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> seven, acceptance. Yeah. yeah, acceptance and then, you know, grief. So then there was when I once I there was acceptance, uh, then I was I was fine. It, the air was nice and cool. Walked up to Dunkin' Donuts, wa- watched a uh, couple drug addicts get in a fight with each other. Uh, and Definitely then, minifans. Well, here's the funny thing. Uh, so, Jay and someone else. No, so leave my man Jay alone. So uh, while I was waiting for my Uber at Dunkin', this couple uh, all strung out. You could tell the type. They yelling at each other, incoherent, talking over each other. There was no subject to what they were arguing about. And that's when Justin pulled up. And I said, and I just said, are you my Uber? Can you take my car now? And he said, no, we actually have to find somebody to get in the car to take your place. And they went and asked, uh, oh no, they didn't ask. I think they asked the girl that was with, that was the strung out couple that was fighting. So I think they dodged a literal bullet there by not, by her saying no. Mm. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Great story. And look, one thing I think is, um, Mother Knight's winning that segment. One thing I think that is wonderful about you, Tim, is that you have the ability to laugh at yourself. So I think there was a fear amongst um, Kirk and many of the other Mina fans that maybe that would be a sort of, um, I don't know, a fork in the road moment that night and maybe Tim and Canton wouldn't be the same afterwards. But I, because I you say- can laugh at yourself, I think it's a big, it's a good quality. Well, thank you. Uh, yes, I absolutely can laugh at myself. I, when I trip, I laugh at myself. Because I laugh at other people when they trip, when I do it myself. You know, even with nobody around, I still laugh. But you do, you do bring up a good point. Um, I did actually realize there was something I can't do. I cannot, mm. I cannot overcommit to things like physical things. I think I just realized, like you said, afterwards, I was like, I think I'm too old to think I can do this shit anymore. I don't feel my age, but I'm telling you, man, is I was bacon like a fucking turkey on thanksgiving in that car and and your mind starts running i'm like i I, there's no way i can i psych myself out of it i'm looking at these other two guys younger guys just staying the course doing what they had to um just Mm, yeah whatever you know yeah exactly and and i couldn't do it i said i could never commit to something like that and you know you're late 50 so i can only imagine how uh, much harder i am early not even mid i'm early and by the way you you wouldn't have noticed but when they did the minifans across america of course there was no way i was going to commit to anything there uh, except for um uh what do you call it uh like financial support if they needed money to buy supplies and shit. I was going to donate yeah. the money for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't mind all the drug use going on in the back of the car. There were some rumors <laughs> that you, you exited because you didn't want to be so close to illicit I love substances. the rumors. <laughs> love the rumors. Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, except for the, the meth, uh, that was a little over the top. When they broke out the when Justin broke out the meth pipe, that's a real uh, Georgia thing. That's a real. I think McCross Daddy. <laughs> no, there was no, nothing of the sort. Uh, uh, Kirk, may, I mean, Kirk was pretty clear. You know, he doesn't want drunk people or wasted people. And man, being in that car, I, I gotta give them credit. They, I, I, I don't know how they did it. I really don't. My mm. wife and I were laying in bed watching that finale, the last half hour. And she kept saying, there's no way you could have made it. No way. So you and your wife were lying in bed listening to that. Oh, it was so glorious. Nice, nice, cozy bed. It was a nice, beautiful morning. Yes. Great. Sounds romantic. All right, that's taking care of business. Let's get into uh, the show stuff. 
and I want to start with probably the most astounding piece of stupidity since we last recorded. Tim, did you know Sean Connery was Batman? Uh, that was so great. I think you asked me before, and I wouldn't, I, I couldn't make a decision. You said, "Who do I like more, Cullinane or Steve?" These last few weeks, I'm a hundred percent a Cullinane. Cullinane's my guy now. He cracks me up every day. The stuff he says, I don't know where it comes from. Um, I have a friend who's, I think, seen three movies in his whole life. So I get it. But Dave, at least my friend will say I have no clue. But Dave will just think he knows the answer. And it's so preposterous, it makes it spectacular. And then he laughs at himself. you know. But that is, I mean, no, I know you're offended because you're a huge Bond fan. And, and by the way, I'm glad to hear that, you know, talking about Bond movies is no longer part of Minifandom fandom um, because that got kind of monotonous, but I know you were, you just told the most boring story, but you just made, (laughs) well, I'm not a professional, boring. Well, (laughs) well, I I could, well, I I know you want, I know you, you, people want me to, do you remember, do you remember going to see Dr. No in the movies when you were a kid? No. Nope. Yeah, sure you did. Sure you did. You saw a, a premiere. <laughs> I think I saw. Uh, I don't know, but Connery. Connery is Batman. That's outstanding. Outstanding. Like you, you should have him on. Just ask him. Like, where is your mind? Like, wh- what is it makes that makes you think that could have been him? Like, I could see if he thought like uh, someone that kind of looks like Michael Keaton. Oh, they were Batman and they weren't like. Bruce Willis in his younger days. I could see you confusing the two if you don't watch movies, but Sean Connery is such a reach. It's, it's outstanding. Yeah. It was great stuff. Uh, just on Dave Cullinane. So uh, I jumped in. A 9.5 in his neighborhood. He's a 9.5. Now that I'm It'd be 10 if it wasn't for the hair loss. Um, <laughs> I, I did a live wrap up show a couple of weeks ago and it was excellent. I saw that. Thank you. It's nice yeah, to meet the, 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 You talk about, you know, ripping the meat off the bone. Uh, freaking body wasn't even cold yet. You're already doing a live wrap up, but go ahead. Well, Kirk, you see, you, you see, you see it. a chance, you take it. I gotcha. Got to shoot your shot. And yep. I, in the wake of that, I've made um, approaches to Dave Cullinane about bringing back Men as Live. So I think the network would really benefit from a live call-in show hosted by myself. And look, Dave's been really busy. So this was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm hoping, you know, sometime in 2022, maybe 2023, uh, Cullinane can talk to someone about this. Uh, I know there's a huge bureaucracy at KMS, so these things take ages, but hopefully Men is Live can come back. I, I loved that show, as you know. We called in a few times. I love Men is Live, but I, ha- I know this isn't the Q&A section, Blech. but can I ask you a question? Of course. How pissed are you going to be? when the new intern who's been there for one day has authority over the YouTube channel? Not at all. I was given access really? to go live. Yep. I was given access and I, I you have come a long way. That's nice I, I to logged, see, buddy. I logged out and I don't have access anymore, but Cullinane trusted me. He gave me his login basically and away we went. So yeah, I, I, I think my trip to the States has been a real bridge builder. But um, do you see where they're coming from? Cause you want to, this was, this was a bone of contention between you and I, I, I don't think 
fans should have access to the channel. I'm a great example, right? What if Kirk put his trust in me to make it through that whole night in the car and I failed? I'm a fucking fan. You can't depend on us. Now, you and I disagree on that because you're very passionate about wanting keys to the channel. But do you see the um, – I mean, to get serious for a second, I know you're in the industry, right? So I know you get that. But do you understand the trepidation of having a fan no, going, li- no, going no, live? No, because they don't work not. for Bostel. You could, yeah. you could crash the whole thing and get them suspended by having – not you, right? I think they – I can't speak for them, but I would think that they could trust you to an extent. But what if you have somebody on that's a loose cannon and all of a sudden they're saying inappropriate things? And it's on yeah, the I, it's on the YouTube uh, channel. Absolutely, do, would you, I do not think that's a valid reason. I, I think over the the number of, I mean, I've been, I don't know, doing KMS content for almost three years now, so there should be yeah. some level of trust there. It's it's not that I want access, actually. It's just that I want to be able to do a show. So if if Cullinan would say, "Hey, I've got this new intern who can produce Manners Live," he'll do the show with you. I'd be just as happy with that. I just want results, Tim. I'm a results-driven guy, and I look at the network and I see nothing there. How to solve that? Oh, just let Manners log in once a week to do a live show. Here's the ground rules. Um, here's who you can't have on. Go from there. But also, I'm over it now, Tim. I'm over it. Um, yeah, uh, all right. I'm picking a wound. I apologize for that. I'm uh, very happy with Minifandom. You know, uh, I like doing this as a podcast. Uh, it's very easy to do. It's not so time-consuming. So that's where we are with that. All right. How good was the whole rough and rowdy week leading up to it, then the actual um, hammering that Cupcake took? Um, it was a great week. It was so entertaining. It had – I mean, if you – I'm not a, a WWE fan, but I understand why people are because my, my, I have a friend who is, and he always said – it's not about the ring. It's about the storylines. He always said it's the storylines. And he liked that, you know, people like soap operas. I think the buildup was outstanding. I, I was totally into it. There are other things Kirk has been behind and I'm like, nah, it's not my cup of tea. Um, that was, that was fantastic. I mean, the trash talking, the, the, <laughs> the lineage, I mean, the grandfather on down of, of uh, Alex Bennett's in-laws. And the way it's done was just spectacular. It was it was so entertaining? I loved it, and I didn't even mm. see the fight. I was at the uh, Patriots game. Okay, well, just, I actually just bought- trying to rub that in for people who couldn't go. Is that just so you know? Yeah, well, I actually bought Rough and Rowdy, and it was really good. It was good distraction after having to put my cat down. And um, uh, still, I don't like- still, still not over this cat. Okay, so was it a good I, fight? So I'm not into fighting. And I, I felt kind of a bit dirty watching it, but I thought Rough and Rowdy was really fine. how come? I just I'm just not into fighting. I just it's not one of okay. my sports that I watch, and I'm not judging people that do. But I, I kind of enjoyed Rough and Rowdy because it wasn't serious. You know, most of the punches were you know most of them were missing the punches. There was a few yeah. decent fighters mixed in there, but you know you had the little people, you had the bastard people. It was just a good entertaining show. I enjoyed. Um, Portnoy and, and Big Cat's commentary. I enjoyed when Kirk got in uh, in on the commentary. Uh, I have to say, Alex Bennett looked smoking fucking hot fighting in that pink outfit. She looked, she was a 10 out of 10, and she killed Cupcake. Cupcake completely choked. Um, you know. Well, from what they from what they said, 
and I, I do like boxing. I'm, I'm not a rabbit fan, but I've been to plenty of live fights, local fights. And I used to work for a guy who was big into boxing. So I learned a tiny bit about it. So it sounds like technically, because there's a science to it, right? Uh, that she technically was a, was a very good boxer, but this was rough and rowdy. And this was more of a street fight and that she did not street fight Alex Bennett and Alex Bennett did. Um, which is interesting. You know, that's how MMA is, it didn't evolve from boxing. These are people who didn't want to box. They wanted a street brawl. Um, so yeah, I, Cupcake froze. She was all, she, did, she just did not throw a punch. Bennett well, looked, honestly, she looked so hot. In and, that, and, in the, and the reach was a lot different, right? Alex is mm. a lot taller. Yeah. Yeah. But in uh-huh. the last thing is, I know what you're saying, that look, uh, I know what you mean. That sporty look, uh, the, the hair's all in braids. Um, I, I know exactly what you mean. There's some, there's some uh, women fighters that can really pull that off. Sounds mm. like Alex is one of them. I shouldn't be talking about Alex like that on Lauren's birthday, but forgive me. Um, <laughs> I hope she forgives me. So Kirk saved Rough and Rowdy. So the, the figures have come out. I think Portnoy said they sold 40,000 pay-per-views, which I think they sort of aimed for about 50K and they were talking about 70K. But it sounds like to me Kirk saved Rough and Rowdy because, I mean, there would have been 10,000 Minna fans that signed up for sure. It would have been actually probably an unsuccessful Rough and Rowdy if it wasn't for Kirk adding this element to it that wasn't there. You know, him inserting himself in the Cupcake v. Bennett rivalry was another evidence of Kirk's genius. It was, I mean, Bennett brought it on herself by siding with Clamour, but it was a masterstroke by Kirk. He saved Rough and Rowdy. He made Barstool, you know, an extra, you know, million dollars probably. Totally, totally agree. Um, like I said, I, I, I didn't watch it. If I were home, I was going to get it just for that, just that one fight. So I couldn't agree more because I've never watched a rough and rowdy. I've seen clips and stuff. Uh, listen to those guys that Kirk has had in, in the past that have fought in rough and rowdy, um, but never have subscribed to it. And I would have only because of what Kirk was saying. And you're so right. What a, what a promoter. I mean, what was, I know Erica's is not, she's, she's not a promoter. She is content. She has her own podcast. And even the Boston people, the way they got behind Alex was so lame. Hey, we're in Alex's corner. Hey, we, let's go out. You know what I mean? It was like very casual, very, very pedestrian um, support, whereas Kirk got way behind his fighter, way behind. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that was awesome. And it made last week so entertaining when he went at Content Kim, that fucking idiot, when he went at the, everybody. I mean, it was, again, another testament to Kirk's genius. You know, the, the show's never been better. There you go. Bingo. Sign your bingo cards. We got it in there. Um, <laughs> what about the show? This is where I think you would have got a real um, kick, was the show before Rough and Rowdy in that radio station. It was very bizarre. It was such an odd show. But what did you think of it? I freaking you are so right. I freaking loved it. I listened to it again yesterday. I think um, because, like you had said, I love local radio stations. Absolutely love them. Like where I am in Plymouth, I'm, uh, there's a station down here that Kirk has talked about getting an FM, uh, getting a gig on here to just DJ or something. It's very local. I, I love the local talk. Um, it, it, it gets, I mean, it's, it's down to the point of, you know, uh, 
somebody in town called uh, called um, this is on Shattuck show called called the police on a woman whose puppy was in the car. And that was big news in town. Right. I love that shit. And hearing Kirk talk about it and then the inside insight that he has with uh, what's his name? Swan. I think it was Paul Swan. Yeah, Paul Swan. Yeah. It was awesome. And he was so right because. I'm surprised you haven't it. called this station in the past. Like you, you're like, oh yeah, I know the station. I've called like ten times. <laughs> no, no, I do have, <laughs> I do have a list of stations on an Excel spreadsheet. I, I'm such a loser. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, it's now on my list. But um, I thought it was really interesting what they both had to say and how Paul was saying, or, or the owner was saying. Hey, I convinced the bank we're actually doing better than we ever have because people want local content. Uh, I don't know how it is in Australia, but over here, like so many stations are now Odyssey or iHeart. It's all the same. Menas, it impacts me directly because when I look for shows to call, you can't call any of these like typical AM stations that are all talk. They, they simulcast the same exact talent, Hannity, um, Dana Lash, whoever it might be. It's all the same across all these stations from, Maine to Alaska, they, they all have the same content. And, um, you know, Paul's ESPN, same thing. That's why I don't like sports radio mostly, because if you listen to ESPN, it's not local. You know, it's, it's national coverage. I don't really give a shit about other than Boston teams, maybe a few other teams, and that's it. I don't really care to hear, you know, the trades that are happening um, in, in um, Seattle. I don't give two mm. shits. So I, I, I love what they were sharing about their love for local radio. And, you know, I always think of what Kirk was saying. One of the uh, one time he was on a drive back from California, I think, and he was saying that on the, on the local radio, they were reading the school lunch menu. I love that. There's a few stations left. They're like a, they're in the hinterlands. You know, they're in northern Vermont, okay. northern New Hampshire. Yeah. You know? So you got a bit of a taste of it when Kirk loved there. it. Did you like there. it? And- I was fine. I I thought it was a fucking huge miss, and Kirk should have shredded Carl for this. He got that SMS to go on live radio and promote Rough and Rowdy, and he just didn't see the SMS. So, you know, he missed so, it for 40 minutes. He's such a – I'm not going to say it, but I don't know how you can miss that message for 40 minutes and cost Kirk a chance of going on live radio. And then he has to do this odd show with them. Where yeah, he's in the future, in the past. In the yeah. future. <laughs> and it just like – I mean, yeah, that was a bit of a, a swing and a miss for Carl there. I don't know how you can miss that message. And I'm not pouring salt in the wound because I tweeted this out. I was listening – a lot of like a lot of Minute fans, we were listening to the station. We were listening to um, Big John. And he, at one point, he said, yeah, apparently there's a couple of Boston guys here that want to come in, and I don't know where they are. We've been waiting for them or something like something to that effect. But he acknowledged that they were in the building. What an idiot. But he said what he didn't idiot. know where they were. Um, so I don't know what happened there, but. He's an empty head, Colin. Um, but it sorry, sounded like an odd, it sounded like an odd setup, too. Like they just kind of walked in and sat in someone's studio, it seemed like. Mm. And just did their own their own show within that studio. I mean, yeah, that guy talked nice. in and said it's his. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was that show. Uh, uh, there's, there's an issue floating around. I'm, I'm really curious on someone, you know, wise heading towards their sixties um, would. We're not all think heading about that this. way, my friend. Um, Every one you know, of us. You know the OnlyFans issue, 
right? So the fact that these yes. barstool people have have yeah. started their OnlyFans account. So I think I think Dave and Erica are absolutely kidding themselves to think this is not a bad thing because people will, instead of interacting on the Barstool platforms, will then be interacting with these people just on um, OnlyFans. Only so, but, so but these using- people are going... But they're these using people are Barstool using Barstool to promote it. Yeah, they're using their exactly yeah. using yeah. their Barstool audience yes. to bring them into their OnlyFans, yes. and then these all these people will just stay on that platform and you know won't interact as much with the Barstool stuff. So they are taking money um, out of Barstool's pocket, and then as well, you know, one of them said, "Oh, it's a full time job keeping up with it." So not only are they taking money, mm-hmm. but they're taking time away from their real job. I, I do not understand it. It's, it's business. I, I know this is content and talent, but in my world, um, so I sell one line of products and, and very part-time, just casually even, I sell something else. It's in technology. They're both in technology, but I have a day job. If I were to be calling on one of my clients and brought up what I sell on the side, I would be fired that day. I don't understand the difference. They they say, in some companies you you work for, they'll say, you have to get approval if you want a second job. Now, mine's very close to what I do. It's not competing, but it's very close. But I could leverage those relationships that I got through my day job to sell something on the side where I might make more money. That's not allowed. I, I don't, I, that's, I'm with you. I don't understand it. And, and then I'm with Dave. I, I don't get how they think it's, like you said, that it's not a big deal. And it, it yes, they're not going to keep the subscribers they have. Like they even said, the renewals are not that high, blah, blah, blah. So the money will go down. But if you have a platform where you can promote yourself to a huge, massive audience and then go and do it on, on your own, uh, even not if it's not during work time, but what if you're out on a, used to be a cigarette break or you go to get a coffee and do an OnlyFans for 10 minutes? Whose money is that? You're supposed to be working nine to five, right? Exactly. I don't get yeah. it either. No. So I, I think I'd like, like, Carl to start his own OnlyFans or KMS and see what happens. I'm so not convinced he- that, Dave, that I, I was asking that question. I called in the other day. I, I asked it incorrectly. I'm not convinced that Dave doesn't have his own OnlyFans. Maybe, like, it, for people with a foot fetish and he's posting stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Balding guy, balding guys, balding guys, that kind of thing. <laughs> balding guys balling. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't get it. I, but I'll ask you this question. It is like any job. There's haves and haves not, have nots, right? Mm-hmm. So are any of the people who are actually making all that money right now on OnlyFans, I even, I'm not a big stoolie. But I haven't heard any names that I recognize, but do you think it would be different if Dan Katz was doing it? Dan Katz from uh, Newton, Massachusetts, by the way, not Chicago. Um, if Dan Katz was doing that and raking in, let's face it, a lot more money, maybe doing some picks on OnlyFans, would there be a different issue? No, I think it's uh, – I don't think it's a Boston Big Cat thing. I think it's what Kirk said, hmm. that they sprout all these feminist um, – that, you know, they're very pro-empowering women, and I think Erica feels that if she were to just come in and say, oh, you can't yeah, do this, a, it would be against her. I, I think it should that's be. That's an excellent point, but who's, but you who could is, just, 
You could just say, let's split the money. You could just say, okay, you can all do your OnlyFans. 50% of the revenue goes to Barstool, 50% to you. Everybody wins, you know? Well, I, uh, yes, but I also wonder, like uh, Kirk, uh, somebody has said before, Dave's the smartest dumb person they've ever met or is the dumbest smart person they ever met, whatever it is. Dave, Dave's wildly successful. successful. I wonder if there is something that he's got in his mind that he's going to do and will, that will change things. I, I don't know, but I, I, I mean, the guy, the guys, you can't argue with his, his success. So I, I don't know, maybe there's something else at play, but I think it's right. crazy. I think it's totally crazy. All right. Moving on. Next point. On. I bet you like, I got to go when- get some seafood and, and kick some Indian ass soon, by the way. Well, how long have you got? No, I got plenty of time. Good, because we've got a few more show things. Then we've got listener questions. We'll get your stern call in there. Oh, a lot yeah, of listener right. questions. Thank you. Minifan world. So, you know, only probably another hour to go. All right. Yeah. Um, don't laugh. Uh, you, you don't listen to the show anymore. You don't know what goes on. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, you, were, you were so sensitive about the car thing. You went, no, I'm not going to no. listen to Minifan then because they'll be fucking railing me on no, that show. No, no, I don't no, want to no, cry no, into my no, beer again. No. I lay. Are I, you crying I, there at Choppers Cafe? Yeah, <laughs> so cold. It was so delicious. This Corona light. So DMD. Let's call uh, somebody. First of all, first shut of it, all, shut it. Uh, Sorry, continue. I like I, you know, and I appreciate that you respect privacy, but I will say that you asked me to come on, and I said I don't think it's the right time because I firmly believe. The loser shouldn't get the spotlight. The loser should get the shit kicked out of them. I totally agree with that. But right after that happened, that I, uh, you know, I bailed, and the spotlight should be on McFustaddy and Tim. I wanted to give them their due. Now is my time to get my ass kicked. I I did a Twitter Spaces on the drive to uh, the event, yes. and people were awesome. I'm going to do a Twitter Spaces. Get on there and kick the crap out of me. It's only right, and it is just. That's all. Yep. And yeah. I did try to call in a couple times uh, previously, but they didn't. I didn't get to my call, but I was on the line twice. Yeah, well, Not good bounce dodge back it. call. I think on, was it Monday's show? Uh, you yes. did a good call, so well done. Um, but I bet you like it when Kirk goes to the hairdresser because he always comes back with a little story. So I don't know if you remember last oh, week he yes. went. Okay, you can remember. Harry. I was writing down, writing notes like it was going out of style. So the guy had forty-one ideas. Yes, for sitcoms, <laughs> yes. and um, you know, I, I just, I just love like the image that Kirk is painting of you know they're heading into these little fucking dive barbers, and yeah. you know Kirk sitting there just soaking it all up because Kirk loves that sort of I don't know he he seems to love those sort of very salt of the earth type places. Um, so Does yeah, it all the time, right? right? He likes he wants he. he, he like Mayberry RFD, he wants to – there's a barbershop, there's a, a diner where you can have a cup of joe and listen to people talk. That's his dream, right? That's his dream world. And that that description was so great, So especially with Harry afterwards saying the guy was a weirdo or whatever. It was strange. But uh, his – Kirk's ears must have – or his eyes must have just uh, almost popped out of his head when he heard this guy talking, to, you know, mm. doing the – semi-typical barber lines, right? You know, like, uh, you're going to get your hair cut? No, I'm going to get them all cut. You know, the jokes he likes to say. Uh, but that was a wild story. I, I wish I wish he got that guy's name and got him on the show. I think that would be incredible. 
Agree. Uh, all right. A uh, couple more things. Um, no surprises, but Minna fans across America is done. Uh, I think, I think, I, I don't want to like, I don't know. I think Kirk had a bad day. I think Kirk was feeling a bit elevated after the Wilbur when he came up with the Minifans across America idea. But it seemed to me wildly unrealistic and from the get go. And yeah, conceptual, uh, the 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 uh, conceptually outstanding. Wants to give back. Wants to donate money. Raise money. Donate. Donate. Donate money. Use this platform. That's awesome. Logistically, as soon as um, they were talking about how it was going to happen, what a fucking logistical nightmare. And just just the small, simple things like wh- where, do you, where do people meet? Where do they hand off? How far are people going to go? Like Kirk was saying, well, what if someone can't make it that day? What if they've committed and they can't be there? And, you know, it's easy. It's easy in some areas like Northeast is so dense, but you get into the Midwest, you're in the middle of nowhere for uh, long, long distances. So. Hopefully there'll be some sort of iteration of that, maybe like a mm. virtual. Yeah, well, Minifans like something simple. Like, I thought like Minifans marching on Barstool HQ, like from Boston to New York, and you end uh, you end in Barstool HQ where they all hate the Minifans. Um, and, they do hate us. They do. And so, from Dave on down, what does he call us? Wildlings? Wildlings, yeah. I actually think, though, and I said this after the Wilbur, I think Dave Portnoy has changed. I think when he saw that Wilbur, he, he, as I said before, he just, and you didn't listen to the show, so you wouldn't know this, but he he saw old Barstool in that audience, and I think he actually started to um, respect the Minifans and respect KMS more because it's, you know, the sort of passion that he used to engender. Um. Yeah, I don't know if respect is the word. I guess it would be because you don't have to like something or somebody or, or to respect it. He will never like us, but I I agree. I think he he said, but he has said that forever. He's like Kirk's fans are crazy, you know. But Kirk is the only one that treats his fans as the other person in the studio. You never hear any they, these guys, um, and they're successful, but they do shows that are of interest to people and entertain them. I don't know. I, I can't talk to it, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of shows on Boston that engage the audience. And, and they just don't, that's not what they do. A lot of them are betting shows and shit, but Kirk embraces it. And Dave cannot deny the talent that Kirk's got. And that, that Wilbur, mm. the two Wilbur shows are just amazing. It's amazing. Mm, best, best, one of the best nights of my life. Um, Second to when you had lunch with Lauren, Lynn. Yeah, it was dinner, and that was amazing, uh, unforgettable. She looked twelve out of ten. Um, so next thing from last week, just I don't know if you remember, there was a bit of tension when uh, Blind Mike brought up that Chris Clemmer's wife had unsubscribed from the yes. Blind Mike project, yeah, and and that sort of flowed into the Blind Mike project, and now. Um, I think Chris and his wife have unsubscribed from the Blind oh, Mike Project. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I thought it was a bit weird for Chris to get upset about that. I thought everything they said on the show was very tame. I don't think they used Chris's wife as sport or as content. Um, so I, I thought Chris maybe took that to heart a bit too much. I would have just yes, let it go. I agree. I, I agree. I think he took it to heart. And it's hard not to take things personal. I mean, 
we're all human beings. If you don't take some things personal, then you're, you're, you're clinically, clinically, you would be labeled a psychopath um, yeah, or at the very the, least a sociopath. The, the, you know, Kirk normally would have called her a fucking whore or something. You yeah, know? Like yeah. In the yeah, past, he, he was like that fucking, he, you know, they were all yep. like really nice to her. Yep. Um, yep. Deferential to her. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was something to get upset about. Like I, I can see uh, maybe 1% why Chris was upset that they mentioned her, but I was like, it, it actually made it worse him getting annoyed about it. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I totally agree. You got you to gotta just bite down hard and swallow and roll with the punches. But, hey, we're all different, you know. I, I guess Chris is just not wired that way. Um, but also a bit stupid for, like, Craig and Mike to bring it up. Like, if Chris and his wife have both subscribed and one – doesn't subscribe anymore. I think it's anymore. interesting. You don't, no, you don't it, think it might not even have been a, oh, I'm pissed topic. off at them. It might have been like, oh, did you see we're both subscribed to this? Well, they only need one of us, you know, like I nah, can get that No, well. I think that I totally, I think that's interesting. I thought it was great t- content for the show. And those, those are the little behind the scenes things that I like. And like you said, Kirk didn't rip uh, Chris's wife. Um, and they talked about it. I, and I, I just, I, I liked it. I thought that was very interesting. I, I like those little, um, I don't not rumors, but you know, those little goings on. Like when, when Kirk would talk about behind the scenes at EEI, I oh, love those were probably my I favorite. That's all right? I want. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but at 6am when Jerry and Kirk used to start every day for the first remember half, that. Yes. remember the first sort of half an hour, there was no ads and it was usually just inside show stuff. Um, and then sort of they'd get into the Usually the Patriots a bit later on, but that was always my favorite part of the show when it was totally just agree. Any talk, Howard Stern used about to do that the night before. It's yep. great. yeah, yeah. But Howard Stern used to do that, and then these people become characters. So I, I, I don't think it was. Uh, a, I don't think it was. I don't know, not bad, but I, I, I thought it was good that Mike and Craig had brought it. Yeah, up. I'm, I, I'm I like just it. saying like her credit card could have just expired. So I, I just thought it was a funny non-event story, but the reaction of Chris was the real story there. All right, yeah, one and, more and, thing. right. And then the, exactly. Look what happened. Right. When, mm. yeah. Now one more thing before we get into the listener questions, and this is not something brought up on the show. It's a news topic, but it's something. How, I'm how very big is passionate. my penis? Yeah, have you been following the controversy around the Finnish prime minister? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm you a know, political. You've junkie. heard of a, you've yeah, heard of a, a country called Finland. Uh, yeah, I, and that's, yeah. I know there's a lot of listeners out there. So Finland, yes. you is think a country you in think Scandinavia? Don't know any, it's yes, it's the Finnish. The Finnish fought the that's Russians in, Europe, in a war. They beat them. Scandinavia the capital is, in is Helsinki. They have the highest suicide rate in any Western world. Um, someone, and someone is also your the age home of Motorola. Someone what else do you want to know? I know I'm, you a, I'm a man of the world, man. I'm, I'm a political junkie. Like you, you think half of the Minna fans know where Finland is? Anyway, so why would they? So, well, fucking, it's it's like the Midwest. It's a flyover country. Okay, so yeah, just, just ignore the rest of the world. That's <laughs> America's doing so well. Um, <laughs> so yes, I do. Yes, I have. So, so for that, those yeah. that haven't followed this, basically, Santa Marin, the Finnish Prime Minister, who is a fucking babe, and she's not late not third. related to Mark Marin. And she's like late thirties. Mm-hmm. Videos came out of her partying. Um, I think the weekend before last, she she was at a party, and there was videos of her like 
going. So the club, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was at a, someone's house, but it was a cra- and then she was at a club, and yeah, um, you know, people. Yeah, all night she was partying, and people were saying, "Oh, yeah, prime minister should be shouldn't be doing that." Um, she did a drug test in the wake of it, so she wasn't on drugs. She was yeah, because people accused her being drinking on, uh, and having a Dave's good time. Drug Molly, yeah, yeah, and there's like there's a video of her sort of dancing with someone that's not a, a partner, but I think so. I let me just work through this. Do oh, you boy. think it's wrong for a prime minister who's a babe and late thirties to be sort of partying like that? <laughs> well, when they, okay, when they should be running the country. Um. I'm a very simple person. I would refer to that question as a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Um, being a babe, does that, what if she wasn't by your standards a babe? Would that change things? No, but I just think it's okay. really important that she's she's clearly a great leader for that country. <laughs> so uh, I will say this, this I'm going to bring it back to Bostel. The haves and have not. If she were the leader of, I don't know, Germany, France, Britain, um, a bigger economy, a more strategic country, Turkey, yeah, I'd look at it differently. She's the fucking prime minister of Finland. Whoop-de-fucking-do. I don't care. It's all it's all degrees in all it's all but, different. But, but why degrees. should the Finnish care? Like I think it's just no, like, it's their it's- country. But they should respect, like, okay, we've actually got a prime minister who's in touch with the, you know, what, you know, she, she's not just, you know, locked up in a room every night reading papers. She's out there partying, talking to people, dancing. You know, that's a bit of life. If, 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 I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Finland has one of the highest per capita rates of alcoholism. Mm. That's a problem. So, um, their main industries are electronics, which is freaking Motorola. Uh, pulp and chemicals. So there ain't a lot going on. And I think it's kind of a button down society. Um, so, Hey, what a, I think, I think she handled it. Okay. But wasn't the, wasn't she trying to contend that those were private videos and someone leaked them, but in fact, she actually posted or reposted them. If she did, that was pretty stupid. I don't think she did that. They were leaked. But, yeah, I, I just I think mean, it's a bait. I just think it sucks. I mean, this beautiful prime minister's having a good time. You know, if it was a man, they wouldn't be saying this. It's clearly uh, oh, uh, I don't, feminist I, thing because she's I a woman. disagree. I disagree. I, I no, disagree with if that. If it was a man, she'd be fine. Disagree. She's entitled. And then the stuff, and then the stuff about her dancing with another guy, I don't think it's for us to judge because they could be in an open relationship. You know, that's really common with these Oh, gym, stop it whatever. with this, this fucking new age open relationship bullshit. You're either in a relationship that's with one person or you're not. Okay? So shit, I, get, I, I can't stand that. Oh, I'm in a marriage, but it's open. Then you're not in you're, a fucking marriage. You're just okay? fucking gutted that it wasn't more of an option when we were courting. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's not like a fucking weird <laughs> thing now. So right, you know, maybe you touched on something. But go back in a time machine and you'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know. I, I think she's entitled to still be Lauren? a human being in a person. I think she's entitled to still go to parties and have a good time. I don't think it's a great look, but again, she's the finished prime minister and she's younger. I'd be more inclined to say if she was like in her sixties in acting like that. Yeah. I'm a little bit ageist. I don't think, I don't think that's appropriate. She's a young person. She's having fun. I don't have a big problem with it. No. Right. Good. Cause I just thought it was a big, no, no. What if, what if, um, uh, what's his name? 
that shithead to the north here, Trudeau, or who's the who's the president of France, uh, Macron? Yes. Now, what if they were doing that? There'd be nothing because they're guys. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. By the way, if if Marine Le Pen, do you know who Marie Le Pen is? No. She she's um, she's a, a, a very conservative, always candidate for prime minister that never wins. But she has a niece who has entered into French politics. I would say you might want to stop following her, my friend. Okay, I, I will be. I, yeah, it's Marie Le Pen's or Marine Le Pen's niece, right. and uh, she's a good follow. Beautiful. All right, that was the show stuff. Uh, you know, I just wanted to weave in a news topic there. This is kind of a tribute to AM radio, um, so we certainly did that in so far. We're going to get into listener questions, but uh, can I, can I, before you move on from the AM radio, oh, yeah, do, you I, have, I, do you have yeah. any show stuff you want to talk about? Sorry, no, no, I. Um, but I was wondering. I've asked you this in the past, and Jamie too. It, in Australia, do you guys have AM radio like we do here, where it's all talk all day, all night? Yes, yeah, you do. We do. Okay. Yep. So, and, and is it politically? Yes, you would love it because there's some real fucking Aussies on there just saying whatever they want. Uh, you know, there's some real right wingers who just fucking rant and rave. Well, I, li- so you- I like to hear both. I like to hear rants on on the left and the right. And and by the way, I tend to listen to ABC Darwin. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the, when uh, Indira, what's the name's on, the middle of the night? I love that show. We used to have a famous radio broadcaster who's now just retired last year called Alan Jones. If, if you can find any of his stuff, I'd be really curious what you think. He was very, very polarizing. All right, let's oh. move on to, to Alan Jones. Let's, sure, move, let's move on to listener questions. Uh, but before we do that, we did have one question like asking about Tim's stern call. So I've got it here. Is there any, do you need to preface this or should I just, I haven't listened to it. Should I just uh, yeah, I'll preface it real quick. One, um, Sigmund Freud Minahan. I owe him a lot of credit because he did a lot of homework. And so did, uh, uh, bio dude, James in Plymouth, who I'm hoping to connect with this week. Um, they did a lot of work to try to find it. Cause I had mentioned before that I had been on, but I couldn't remember when. So kudos to them. Um, Pat Cooper, do you know who Pat Cooper is? Nope. All right, so Pat Cooper is still alive. I think he's in his 90s, very acerbic comedian. Um, his heyday was, as you can imagine, in the 60s and 70s and then into the 80s. Howard used to have Pat on because he was guaranteed to rant and explode on any time that he had come in, any time at all. I would say he's, he would even make bets. I can say one word and get this guy going on a rant. But when he'd go on a rant, it was hilarious. He'd talk about his family. He's very famous for like, he called his son Michael, I think, or his son Michael called in and said what a bad dad he was. So Pat Cooper was a, uh, a comedian who was kind of at the end of his career uh, when when this call happened back in 2000 and uh, just 2000. So 22 years yeah. ago. Jesus. August 8, 2000. It's not funny. Right, it's not a funny call, but it's a McClendon to fame. Right, so like the most of this show so far, it's not funny. Here we go. <laughs> yes, you're on with Pat. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, Bombas, I heard you coming to Boston to do a show. Yeah, don't don't, don't threaten me. I'm going to throw a big, fat Italian tomato at your head. I oh. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, what is that? I hate I you. All right, you. Why hate do you hate Pat? I hate? He smells like an Italian club. Oh, 
All right, enough of you. you know That's not funny. This is why I say you can't get off stage. All right, David Brennan. That was Melissa. Oh. Yes, you're on with Pat. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Great stuff. There we go. So I was I was at work. This is when you had there was no work from home. I remember this is downtown Boston. Is at work, and uh, it's like talking below my desk with the phone below my desk. This is before soft phones and everything. So handheld phone. And um, I worked for a phone company. So the line, there was no long distance shot. Stuttering John answered. And uh, to get on that show was Im- near impossible. I've been on the wrap up show quite a few times, but the actual Stern show never get on. And Stuttering John said, what do you want to say? I said, I hate Pat Cooper. He said, hold on a second. And that was all I had to say. And how it put me right up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It wasn't very funny, but uh, for me and my friends, it was a badge of honor. Uh, Love it. Thanks for sending that across so I could play it. All right. Now let's get into listener questions. Thank you for playing lots. that. We've got a lot. So Ted Sarandis, would you agree Great that the Clemmer, the Clemmer hate on Kirk's part is largely unjustified? Tim? No. No, okay. I don't agree. No. I think it is justified. Yeah. Kirk has, Kirk, has, Kirk has spelled it out many times um, okay. why he hates him now. And yeah. Did and you agree with me, though, that Kirk. Kirk kind of has had it both ways? Like when Clemens started to flirt with Barstool, Kirk could have just cut him loose then and said, okay, do your best, but I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Whereas instead Kirk pushed him towards Barstool by getting him in the idol and telling Dave to hire him. So do you feel Kirk's trying to have it both ways? No, I, from what I think when Chris showed up at the Wilbur show, that really was, was the final straw. I think up until then it was, he's gone. Good luck. Good luck with your new life. Don't talk to me again. And I think him showing up, you could see, I mean, Kirk at first he was like, what are you doing here? And then he was just pissed, just fucking pissed. And um, so no, no. Okay. Next question from Ted. Do you anticipate any exciting new shows to the KMS YouTube network for the fall? Yes. No, you do? Men is live. Men is live. Yep. I hope so. (laughs) By the way, do you know who Ted Sarandis is? No. Do you? Oh, yeah. So so that account is a parody account. There was a a former EEI host, Ted Sarandis, and – he was great. He was a one man show and he would just rant and he he was just classic old man yelling into the wind. That's who Ted's. Uh, I mean, do I know who the like who is Oh, Ted's oh, I'm in? sorry. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. But right. Visionless Dave thinks he got a photo of him at the Wilbur from footage. I'm not sure it's him. Um apart from the new shows, one thing I think that is clear is with Dave Cullinane since he's taken over the show, he doesn't care about the network at all. And he I think he's really trying to push Kirk into more stuff with Barstool people, which we've seen in the last six months, and it's paying off. So I think Carl's focus is more on what they can do with Barstool rather than what they can do with I I don't totally agree with that. My feeling is, and Dave has said this, Dave would like more of a – well, I guess you you know what? Because of what I'm going to say, I I guess you are right. Dave wants more of a, a video type of show and Kirk is doing a lot more YouTube shows when he does a show. Um, and that is definitely a Boston thing, right? They mm. always, 
And, and I will say now that now that they're doing the show uh, and I hear Dave, I'm always like, well, where's Dave? You know, I want to see Dave's face when Kirk's yelling at him, stuff like that. So I get it. Yeah, totally get it. And I, I think I don't I know Kirk's not thrilled with it. It's all, but, yeah, um, it's also, yeah, I mean, it's cool. also interesting because when I was in studio doing Minna Fandom, Kirk asked me how I could improve the show. And I did say more live on YouTube stuff. Weird. See, um, it's all you. Would Tim consider doing a crank call special with Blind mm-hmm. Mike's daddy? Mm-hmm. Yep, great. Yeah, I don't. I, I what I consider crank call is all I need to hear. Yes, hundred percent. Will the, Will the case be out in twenty twenty two? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's not, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the case. I'm not a. I'm not a. Um, a what do you call it? Um, true crime guy. True. Yeah, not. I'm not a true crime fan. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. How I'd rather they, commit the crime than listen to true crime. We know how little um, they talk about the case, which means there's definitely a lot of legal stuff going on. So, although I'm with this one, the, the one with Dr. Dan, I can't. That one I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. That one I'm. Yeah, really I'm thinking September, to. October, we'll get it. Yeah. yeah Men of fandom, because Kirk has said fall, so it's coming. Oh, did he? Um, yeah. So this is Men of fandom. This is a. a, a a parody account. Is, is this your stuff. is this your former intern? No, this is like vision. The one you were so happy about your diversity hire that turned out to be absolute, just completely Dog unreliable. Shit. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's probably dead now. Um, what uh, men of fandom listener questions is definitely one of my favorite segments. What research research do you think Carl was doing on OnlyFans for the case? Is that for a separate case from Dr. Dan or somehow related? I mean, it. Dentist porn. No doubt in my mind. Absolutely. Dentist porn porn and research. As soon as Carl got that show OnlyFans account, I'm sure he was on there all the time. (laughs) He sounds like he masturbates. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) I'm not judging. Suburban Tug Time, speaking of masturbating. Great name. Great name. What do you think Dave meant when he said a few episodes back that live golf is the single biggest stumbling block to booking couples? I, I have, I have no, I saw that question. I have no idea. I don't get like his Freddie couples. He's not involved with live, right? He, no, he's too old for that. Right. They're not signing. No, but I guess maybe Carl going to live, wanting to do stuff with them. Maybe he feels if they do that, then there'll be no chance of getting um, couples after that. Uh, no no clue. No idea. Okay. Ned Snark. Another one um, in Great your man. age bracket. Another one in your it's, age bracket. How much is. did R&R yeah. ticket sales increase from Kirk's involvement? 30K under over. I'll take the over. Well, I think we said it before. I said, you know, 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. yeah. But he was uh, 10,000 at how much per pop? Was it 30? Yep. Yeah, so he and so Ned was right. Yeah, Ned's a very smart guy, my friend. Very smart he's man. Very very smart. Melissa Gorman, another beautiful, wonderful Minna lady. She writes two of my one favorite of my Minna favorite Minna fans. I was thrilled to finally meet her. Mm, she's she's awesome. Liz, yes, she's great. Two of my favorite Minna fans together. Does Tim have a favorite prank call that I've made? Um, yeah. Uh, Yes, <laughs> it, it was it was easy pickings. I think uh, it's between the uh, Doctor Laura when I said 
when me and uh, Mrs. LK called in and got on and um, the fisting call to the guy in Rhode Island. But that's that's an easy one. But that's my humor. I have very simple, stupid humor. And I, I was laughing when the guy didn't know what fisting was. And I was describing it to him. I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's my, my favorite. I like the I don't listen to, to myself. Uh, Ma- but was I it Marjorie? Like Jim and Marjorie when you called out? Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, what was the, yeah. I don't know, the prime minister? The prime minister the no, the senator. Right? Senator Warren. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Senator. That was great. Senator. Yeah. Next question. This is from Melissa Still. Do you prepare for your calls at all or is it all improv? Uh, 90. So I would say I'm like what Mutt would accuse me of writing things down. 98% improv. I'll just listen to what the topic is. And then uh, just I'm usually walking my dog when I when I'm listening to these shows. Then I'll go home and make a call. Um, Sometimes I'll I'll. uh, Oh, this is going to make you mad. I'll run it by BMD and say, do you think no, this no might problem. be a funny, funny idea? Because uh, right. he loves prank calls. He's a, he is a prank call Does he? connoisseur. Does he? BMD? Wow, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, congratulations to BMD becoming a father for the second time. Yeah, poor bastard. The yeah, second one. The killer. Second one is the fucking killer. No, number it? three. Number three broke me. Well, I stopped it too because the second one was a killer. Uh, so. We went for four and it was so easy. You've got four. I do. They're all I'm mine too. Idiot. Um, right, John Stewart. Uh, can you explain the stool Love president, Alex Steen? Wait, is this the character John Stewart or the real well, John I'm not Stewart sure. himself? I'm not sure he knows either. Um, <laughs> Love John. Uh, look, John, if you go and listen to the latest Dave Portnoy show, Stool Presidente does get into it, but basically a video was posted, I think, that contained Alex Stein on it, and then it was yeah. taken down not long after because it had some stuff that wasn't great about gambling and there's very strict guidelines on what they can post at Barstool regarding gambling, and I think the the allegation against Portnoy is now he's got completely soft um, taking nice. down videos and stuff. So I don't really want to get into it because I think yeah. it's, it's not Did really Did you see the Stein? Show. Some people hate Stein. Some people love him. I I like and dislike. So I, sometimes I don't think he's very well, funny. I thought that one was him. I thought that one was hilarious. I don't, I don't he's not I don't think he's that funny, but that I thought personally I thought the Las Vegas one was hilarious and I thought Dave responding to it was also very funny. Now they're in a little tit for tat, but I don't think it's like, oh, Dave's a big pussy. I mean, everybody's got a master. Dave's masters own a fucking casino. You know, I get it. You know, what are you going to do? Dave's made made some concessions for like $300 million. I think we'd all do the same. Thank you. And who's the first one to say it's about the money? Dave. So I don't know what the big issue is there. Bobby Fitz. Are you oh, trying to Fitzy, become my man, Fitzy? Are you trying to become the new wrap-up show? That's you. No, Bobby, me. I am not trying to become the new wrap-up show. We are M- Mina fandom is, uh, as I said, an extra episode. I, I'm happy to support the network, do wrap-up shows, uh, but no, I'm not trying to become the new wrap-up show. Uh, and as I will also say, when you refer to Bobby Fitz, to you, it's Mister Fitz. Okay, fuck him, uh, Minahan, wonderful. How does Red, my former co-host, find the time to be so active on Twitter? He's posting comments and clips nonstop, yet can't find time to do Minna fandom. Now, Minahan, wonderful. I have to say I have thought the same thing, the fact that 
you know, Red said he couldn't do Minifandom anymore because he's too busy, he's got too many commitments, blah, 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 blah. But he's never been on Twitter more. So I guess there is some difference between recording a show and posting on Twitter, but yeah, it not only takes much. a couple of seconds, right? Yeah, but I, he he's on there all the time. Like he's if you put all the time to you know he's probably spending put together like ten hours a week on Twitter. So could he just not save one of those hours for menace? Oh yeah, I it's, I I don't agree. You you menace. You know full well to post something on Twitter takes a matter of a second or minutes at most. And that's if you get spell checking. Yes. And so, and I would, I would disagree with you. And um, I, I miss hearing red on the show. I haven't heard him on the last three or four shows. So I've been a fandom. So I do miss him. And um, I just wish someone like me or loved me as much as he loves Colin. I, I need someone like that in my life. Mm. Okay. Next question. Next question from the birthday girl, Lauren Lynn. What are some Minifan rough and rowdy matchups you'd like to see? Okay, first, I want to clarify something. Uh, when I called in, this was not to be rough and rowdy, and I'm going to say it. It was to be rough and retarded. So let's just <laughs> make sure we're, we're clear on that. Uh, <laughs> so that was fully my intent. Yes, I still say that word and a few others that have gone <laughs> by the wayside, but I guess being a senior citizen, as you say, I get a pass on something. Um, I wasn't thinking about fights as much as you know <laughs> matching minifans up against each other for certain activities. But the fight piece was always in the back of my mind, um, and I think there could be some really, really good ones. I, I think there are people out there who, who would genuinely like to fight each other. Um, I, oh, I mean, what do you what are you thinking? Um, well, I mean, you've got to do it on sizing. That's the thing. So there's yeah, been a lot of yeah. beefs, but you know, say say yeah. Justin, say Justin Trudell against Clemmer. I mean, you can't do that. No, because, right, right. So, right. so I, I was agree. thinking, okay, two things. That would be like Justin. Don't you think it would be like Justin versus Red? They're you know they're both yeah. big guys. Uh, yes. Red's older, but yeah, I've got um, some ideas. So I thought Ted Sellers versus Blind Mike would be a funny fight. That would uh, be that would be that would be interesting. And my yeah. money, Jesus. Well, what if they did MMA style? Well, it would just be funny, like a blind guy walking around trying to punch a guy in a wheelchair. I mean, yeah, yeah, that would, um, that's a good matchup. That's a good matchup. Then there's um, also the little people. There's a lot of very, very short minifans. So I thought you could midgets. Just, you mean whatever, whatever you want to call them. I think yeah, I call them midgets. Yeah. Okay, you could. You, so, you, like me versus you. You should go. You should go on Montante's world. You'd do great there. No, no, um, no. All right. For one, let me just clarify something. Like I just said, there are certain words I still use that I don't think are offenses. I still say Jimmy's everywhere, and apparently that's racist now. But <laughs> fuck that. I'm not changing. Secondly, how is it less offensive to call someone a little person? You and I, we're little guys, right? You and I. Yeah. How is it yeah. less offensive to call someone a little a little person? Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, what, what well, do you, you're not as much of a person. You're I'm a little not, person. I'm not one of those little people, so I don't know. <laughs> you, you and I, you and I, could absolutely get a job at the the Keebler Elf uh, factory making cookies. Yes, but we don't qualify. But what if you and I? I mean, we're on the shorter side. We're not the shortest men of fans, but yeah, I'd beat the shit out of you. So we'd be a good matchup. You'd get me. I used with, to do boxing as a kid. Oh, I, oh, I would love this. You. You would get me with. Oh, you'd be like, oh, my leg's cramping. Stop, stop the fire. <laughs> stop the fire. Not cramp. Oh, spasm. Cramp. spasm. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. <laughs> Man, just take me home. I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, I'd rather do an MMA. 
Um, and I think you and I, it would be interesting because you'd get me with your, your youth. Cause I've got you by a few years, but, um, few. I can take a punch. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and I've been punched many times, but I don't inflict many. Mm. Uh, be, I think you and I would be a good matchup, but you'd be high. So the little people, um, Midgets. Ted and Mike, um, other beefs, like obviously we'll get into a bit sneakers v Tim Ridgewoods. I'd love to see Tim beat the shit out of him. Um, also, I'd love to see like a Minna Lady fight. Like, yes, uh, that would be awesome. What, what, uh, Lauren against Dee Dee, um, that'd be a good read. Uh, I, I don't think that I, you've met Lauren. I never met Dee Dee, but I think she's a lot taller than okay. than Lauren. Yeah. Well, so, just that, like that, Minna Lady mud wrestling would be good too. Like they don't even have to fight, just like just chuck them in there. It's uh, you, you like Colin Like you're gonna bang one out before you start work today? Maybe like send B and B and Lauren in there and Allison and just say have some fun. Um, uh, right. Yeah, so that's our thoughts on Minifan <laughs> rough and rowdy matchups. I mean, Lauren asked you. You have thought a lot about that. I did. Um, all right. And last question from Nipples Gearhead Mike. Am I a bad Minna fan because I really could not have cared less who won the rough and rowdy fight? So, GHM, all I'm going to say to you is you're not a bad Minna fan because you didn't care. You admitted you stole the fight. You found an illegal stream and watched it. So you literally stole money from Kirk. (laughs) I think Carl should sack you as assistant after that. And, And stupid of you to put that online. (laughs) <laughs> I was offered, but I declined. All right. I, I, th- I think that happens all the time. It's like the old pay-per-views. But, mm. oh, I don't think it makes him a bad Minifan. I mean. No, he's a great Minifan, great guy. Yeah. But it, yeah. It's certainly. It's, it's not his thing. It's a bit but like when Tim got out of the car. It's brand damaging. It is. It is. Brand damaging. <laughs> also, right, it, that makes was... him a, it makes him a pussy loser. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> all right. Let's, um, we've got a couple of quick things to go before we wrap up Minifandom. It's the Minifan World segment. There was a wild stream where Tim Ridgels and Sneakers faced off. Did you see this? I did not. It was. I, I, saw, I know they were. Um, they were fighting on chirping, about, chirping on Twitter about something. Yeah. 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 It was about sort of they were chirping about um, comments made about Sneakers. Um, being a pussy in front of Harmon outside the Wilbur. And then Sneakers is just a scumbag. I'm out on Sneakers. He said stuff about Tim's wife on that one-on-one thing. And I just think when you start to go there, you've lost. I mean, I, I think, honestly, Sneakers should just fuck off. I, he's he's not like – I think it's all talk. Like when I mess him uh, – I'm sure he's okay, but he's just got this little part of his brain that is so desperate for attention that he has to say these awful things. So – uh, it's not a big deal. I just think he's, you know, he's a prick. And anyone that thinks it's funny to play slap and tickle with sneakers, in my book, you're a prick as well. All right. I, okay. I didn't see the fight, but. You go, it was, yeah, I just don't think you need to say shit about someone's wife. Um, I Montante, agree with that. I agree. Well, kids are off, off limits. Yeah. Montante's World has done three good episodes since my last. Oh, I've heard time. them all. The bio dude was good. I, I I'm I I'm a I'm a religious listener to Montana. Well, fuck Day. off! You, oh, you <laughs> All right, you just said you haven't listened to the last one. You listened to Bio Dude, BA, and um, so you listened to Real Chuck Wagon yesterday. No, no, I, I did so listen to. No, I listened to uh, Bio Dude because I one I like I, I love Montante. 
Um, so do I. And uh, I, I and and I wanted to hear uh, uh, James Bio Dude. He's he's uh, he's quite a character. So I thought that was very interesting, which also made me feel bad. But I know I'm not supposed to because I have friends who have died from alcoholism, and I didn't know he was sober. And I had said I was coming down his way for vacation. If you want to grab a drink, and being an upstanding gentleman that he is, he said sure, uh, not knowing that he didn't drink. So, um, but I don't well, feel guilty. I'm pretty sure it's just a. I'm not the alcoholic. If you said do you want to grab a drink with me, I'd say yes. Yeah. And have a coke. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Um, so yeah, but my I thought I, did I thought that one was that was interesting. I thought it was very yeah. uh, very interesting. He's very open, open. And he knows book. the show as well. He's really oh, into yeah. the show. And I and so I want to hear his story. And I think and he will hear this. He may have a man purse. Okay. Bio dude, he might yeah. have a man purse. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, he also, Montante also had Barstool Advisor and a Chuck Wagon, and I believe I have, there's a, a new episode. I haven't listened, but I'm tomorrow. definitely going to listen to those. Yeah, I believe, and can you listen to the old Minifandom Fandom episodes? Yeah, I I know, I'm on vacation now. I can catch up. I, work's been work's been brutal. Um, so just get, and I think there's a new episode of Montante's World coming tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday night US time. Um, and oh, this isn't it, this isn't in the future. Do you, do you want to make <laughs> pretend we're, we're talking only Thursday? Um, and, that was and wild. In um, there's a new show, a book club show. Now this is not on the network. This is, I think, on um, Hit the Post Network. But that's no surprise because. You can't get Carl to put anything up, but I think BioDude and Sigmund Freudahan are oh. doing a book book club and wrap up show. Uh, James did mention that on Montante's World. He mentioned that. Yes, I got to check that out. You would not. I, I, they asked it. me to go on. I'm not a reader, so I didn't go on. And now, see, I know you don't think us Americans uh, read, but I'm a voracious reader. I'm not fast, but I read for at least a half hour every night. Every night. In fact, on vacation, I've, I've got four books from the library. I'll maybe get through one of them. So I'm interested. Uh, I love fiction. Love okay. fiction. Love spy novels. So I got a Ken Follett book. And uh, uh, oh, oh, he's an Aussie writer. John Birmingham. Probably my favorite okay. writer. Great. JB from up on uh, Brisbane. Oh, love his books. Oh, uh, a guy named Cullen. Have, he does a podcast, military history podcast. Um, he's a huge Mina fan. He's a big reader. He and I have been sharing book recommendations and he, uh, Kevin Cullen. No, no, no. His first name's Cullen. Um, and and I'll shoot you his, his podcast. If you like military history, it's fantastic. It's it's excellent. And he's got a, he's got a great voice too. That's what you need to hear because I know you're in the world. Mm, So keep an eye out for the book club show with bio dude. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to that. All right, so that was the Minifan World stuff. The KMS Network. Wait, how do you not on. read? You don't read any books? It, it, it's Ever? just the time thing. So I, I do, like, when I'm on holiday, I read. So And okay. my, I love reading World War II history books. Like, I can read. Yeah, you mentioned just, that before. Okay. I just – so it, it's more now I will – I'm so busy with, you know, businesses and kids. By the end of the night, I'm probably – um, just listening to a podcast, but I actually found out yesterday I need reading glasses. So maybe when I've got reading glasses, it will be a bit easier yeah, but, for me to so, read. So, all right, you don't you don't just have one lying around. So you go you go in the shitter, 
Yep. You, you, you yankee, you wanky, that takes you all of what? Two and a half minutes, maybe, maybe. Yep. Uh, and then you're waiting to take a dump. You know, you're not reading. Nope. If I'm um, probably on my phone. You're missing out, brother. I read all the time when I can. I, when I can. Um, Gonna stimulate your mind. I've read hundreds of books, Tim. You're making out like I've never read a book. Like I read a book when I was in the states. It was in- Encyclopedia it was actually, Brown and Nancy actually, Drew. The book, don't count. The book I read about this in the states was a a book where it's about a like a murder mystery that's in, involved with cricket, where a cricketer murders someone, and it's a true story. Anyway. Oh. Okay. All right, so All right. I like to end every minute fandom with um, a segment dedicated to Red's parents about what are they watching in heaven or what are they missing out on in heaven. And, you know, Charlie as well, my Gee, cat is. I, wa- you know, I wonder why Red's not. I told Charlie before we put him down, I said, oh, go up God. there and, and sit by Red's parents' feet. So um, oh. they're all there together. Um, so I'm what, I watched She-Hulk, the first episode. Ugh. Really it good. Awful. Really it good. was. It looks awful. Yep. I I watched Gaslit, which is the mini series about the Nixon Watergate thing with Julia Roberts. Did you see that? No. No. I'm, I'm gonna have to check that out. All right. I think you'd love it. Eight parts uh, with Sean Penn as um, John McCarthy. I think his name is. And um, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, really, Gaslit. I, okay. I started watching the new Game of Thrones House of Dragon show, turned it off after halfway. I never watched Game I watched some of Game of Thrones, got bored. Never I got bored it. with this. I haven't seen me. one episode. Not, Not being a snob, I just I, at the first episode I put on probably three or four times and I just turn it off. I'm like, oh, I can't get into this, but everybody raves about it. Yeah, um, just not for me. I did watch a great movie. It's an old movie called The Darkest Hour with Gary uh, Oldman playing Winston Churchill. Um, seen it? I'd seen yep. It. He did a pretty good movie. job. Yeah, loved it. Uh, I'd seen it before, but I watched it this week. So if you're looking for a fun, sorry, well, I got fun, not a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah fun one to buy. Well, you like World War Two? There were three movies that I watched between last night and today. Oh, okay, go. Uh, the Yards, which is an all-star cast. Uh, James Kahn, Mark Wahlberg, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kate Beckinsale, I think it is. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. The story's not even that great, but it, it is Jim. I think maybe no, it's not Sophia Loren, but the woman looks like Sophia Loren. It's from like early 2000s and the story is not even that good but it was interesting it's jam-packed with stars and a lot of people who weren't stars at the time that became stars on like hbo through series uh great scottish movie called bonnie thompson i highly okay. recommend it highly yeah. recommend it what's it Twists, about um it's that guy from uh i remember that uh, the scottish guy who they had the dance troupe way back in the 2000s they had a movie about these guys and they raise money and they're in a dance troupe uh anyway he's the star and uh it's about a barber who turns into kind of a serial killer by accident but it's it's very interesting it, it's fun it's quirky funny uh british movie i highly recommend okay, it good. good recommendations yeah uh, now I've just got one question for you about what are you watching? Have you noticed there are some streaming services that are starting to release new shows weekly? Do you prefer the binge model where they drop, you know, here's 10 episodes of something, watch it all? Binge, or do you prefer no question. When they, 
No You're a binge guy. Binge guy, hundred percent. I will, wow. I will save up. Um, like say say it is a weekly show now. I'll wait until there's like four or five backed up before I even bother watching it. Interesting. And what yeah. about you? Are you a weekly guy? I'm thinking I enjoy weekly more. I've been thinking recently yeah. that I like the the having something to look forward to. Okay, it's this show's dropping tonight, so that's yeah. good. I like being able to watch a show and then you know you, I might listen to podcasts where they review you know, what's been on that week. So you get a reaction to that episode, building up to the next episode. So say Star Wars stuff. You know, I love watching the episode and then listen to a couple of podcasts about it and then you've got the new episode coming up. Uh, so, I yeah, I like the model where they slow drip. And I was thinking, you know, you know, as someone our age or obviously. <laughs> or, or my uh, age. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was the thing we grew up on, you, you know, yes. tonight's the, this show. The, this is this might surprise you. There are things that I embrace in the new world that I didn't grow up with that I love. I love technology. I love binging. Uh, I'd like not having to like. I used to have appointment television for a lot of things. One of them was Sopranos. Me and my brother-in-law every Sunday night religiously would he would come over, would have wine, some food, and watch Sopranos together every Sunday night for how many seasons it was on. Um, but yeah. the thing, this is why I don't like the weekly drip. There were some Soprano shows that were total clunkers, and after the show, would be like, what "The fuck, that was terrible." And you wait all week, and it's a total letdown. So that's one of the reasons I like the binge, and I love the other thing is with today, there's so much to choose from that I I get where you're coming from. In the past, I couldn't wait. Like the Y is my favorite show of all time. Couldn't wait for every episode. If that show were to come back, I would watch it every week as it dropped. But there's so much other stuff to watch in between that I can put it off. Like The Boys, I love that show on Prime. I put mm. it off. My son would tell me, yeah, there are, you know, there's like three or four, and I wouldn't bother yet. Wait, it's almost done. So I'd watch other things, but I really was chomping at the bit to watch that. Um, so I get what you're saying, but uh, I, I do like The Binge, 100%. Love it. Okay. Love it. Yeah, but like when it comes to books, I only like to read books in hardcover. Uh, I don't like paperback, and I don't like them on a tablet or uh, uh, Kindle, Kindle, whatever it is. So there's my old man coming out. Right. Well, we settled it. Um, well, we did. I think, I think we've come to the end. It's almost an hour and a half of live oh, uh, radio. Um, <laughs> if only. Tim, thanks, thanks for joining me on um, Minifandom. Uh, what's 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 the plan for the next couple of weeks? Are you going to disappear again? What's happening? <laughs> I didn't disappear. I let other people have the spotlight. Uh, I uh, well, I'm going to go pour myself another wine. I'm on vacation through Monday, so I will be uh, trying to get monkeypox and then try to get the vaccine in the, in that order. Uh, and uh, got some prank call station. Oh, a great minute fan, Steve, you live to tape, put me on onto something that I'm going to try to call into tomorrow if I'm not out on a whale watch. Beautiful. All right, yeah. well, everyone, Make, thanks for Prank this. calls. Getting back to what I do. Prank calls, prank calls, prank calls. Good. That's your strength, not car. It is. It, it, I agree. You, you, exactly. Yep. No strength. Limits. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Minifandom, those that watch live. Great. Thanks for everybody listening on the podcast. Uh, If you haven't left a review, go and rate the show on Spotify or Apple. I read the reviews out. There have been none lately. So um, all you hundreds of listeners out there, thousands of Minifans, leave a review. Tim, thanks again. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me on. I had a